favor if you grab a copy of God's Word this morning and meet me in the book of Luke. This morning we're going to be in the 14th chapter of the book of Luke. I'll be reading verse 1 and jumping down to 7. I'm going to cut the verses short this morning. I know it's extended all the way to 14, but I'm going to just stop short of verse 11 for the theme this morning. Luke chapter 14, reading verse 1 and jumping to 7, ending at verse 11. If you have to say amen. 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 Allow me then to read the following into your hearing in the name of the Father, name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. One Sabbath, when Jesus went to eat in the house of a prominent Pharisee, he was being carefully watched. Verse 7. When he noticed how the guests picked the places of honor at the table, told him this parable. When someone invites you to a wedding feast, do not take the place of honor, for a person more distinguished than you may have been invited. If so, the host who invited both of you will come and say to you, give this person your seat. Then humiliating you, you will have to take the least important place. But when you are invited, take the, lower, take the lowest place, so that when your host comes, he will say to you, friend, Move up to a better place. Then you will be honored in the presence of all the other guests. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Verse 11, one more time for the theme of this morning. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled. Those who humble themselves will be exalted. It's the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. This morning I wanted to title the message Lessons A Lesson on Humility A Lesson on Humility So the way I wanted to break it down Can anybody hear me? Anybody not hear me? So the way I wanted to break it down this morning is simple. I'm going to break it down in two, two sections. The one section, verses 8 through 9, is what we're being told not to do. And in verses 10 through 11, we're being told what to do. Amen? So the context of the story is Jesus finds himself in the house of a Pharisee, a very highly esteemed Pharisee. In verses 1 through 6, we see Jesus on this Sabbath day, not in the synagogue like last week, but in the house of the Pharisee, performing a miracle on the Sabbath. He asks them the question, is it right for me to do this on the Sabbath? He gives them another example, as we talked about last week. They poked at him for, for, making, for performing miracles on the Sabbath. And that's the context of that. They are in the house of a Pharisee, a highly distinguished Pharisee, sitting, preparing for a meal, for a feast. In Jesus' times, the way you sat at a table said something about you. Where you sat on the table distinguished, I'm assuming the place of value that you are in that round. I'm assuming that where the host sat, the closer you sat to him, the highly more esteemed you were in that society's time. The message this morning is clear in verse 11. Does anybody still have the Bible open? Verse 11. I caught you. I encourage you guys to keep your Bibles open. 
Verse 11. Lawrence, do you have it? Verse 11. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Who's ever been humbled this morning? Who's ever been humbled in front of people? I'm sure you guys have may, may have seen that, that happen here once or twice with myself. I remember a time when I was first called to preach in 2016. I was asked to preach at a youth camp in Mount Gregory. Had two months to, to prepare. I, I felt prepared. I, I, I wrote a lot and um, felt I was prepared, but I was surely mistaken. Showed up there, full of myself. Oh my gosh, I was so bad. <coughs> So worried about everything else but what I was supposed to do that day I was working. This is where I came from. I was worried about my clothes. I was worried about what I looked like. I was worried about who was there. Totally forgot the, the, the importance of what I was called to do and what I was sent there for. I was worried about me. I was worried about what I looked like. Who was there? Time came, got there. Took my papers, <coughs> lost my place, papers got all mixed up, and he shut me down. Humbled me in a room full of kids. He reminded me, he continuously does remind me that it ain't about you. It isn't about you. It's all about me. How tempting it is for us to self-promote ourselves. Verses 8 through 9 speaks of that. <clears throat> now, when someone invites you to a wedding feast, do not take the place of honor, for a person more distinguished than you may have been invited. This is called self-promotion, folks. <coughs> Self-promoting ourselves to make it look like we are someone that we are not. Esteeming ourselves in society to think that we have it all together when in reality we don't. As Christians, that is a dangerous place to be. Who am I as a pastor or even so a Christian to self-promote myself, so to speak, and to having people think that I've got it all together, that I am this person that I am truly not? When that happens, you think of self and not on God. It's a form of selfism. Looking at you and not to God. Thinking about you and not thinking about God. Thinking about us, me, you, and not thinking about others. Not thinking about who's around you, who's in the midst of you, and who you can help. When that occurs, we shut everything out and we think of ourselves. When we do that as Christians, all hell will break loose. We fail the mission that we've been given as Christians to make disciples in the name of Jesus our Lord. And in a so-called self-promoted state, we cannot do that. We are somehow walking around with our chest pumped up, with our heads in the cloud, thinking we are better than others because of the self-promotion. What happens when we lift ourselves on this pedestal? We lift ourselves high. 
Eventually what? Come down. You get humbled. You promote yourself to do what? To then get demoted. A shock and a slap in the face and telling you, son, you got it out. You got it wrong all this time. Let me bring you back down to earth and let me tell you something about yourself. If you're claiming to represent me as Christ, what you're doing is representing yourself and not me. I like the way God works, and I like the way I, I, like the way I think about God sometimes. He's done it with me, and he continuously does it with me. I have to continuously look at myself in the mirror and say, boy, it ain't about you. Stop playing around. Stop taking matters into your own hands and leave it up to me. Because as fast as you promote yourself, by the power that's in my hand, I will, I will promote you. I will bring you down to where you are to be, to the lowest of the low, so that you may be able to look up and see me up there instead of yourself. How hard it is to say, how hard is it to relinquish our power, relinquish ourselves to God? How hard is it to let go and say, God, as much as I want to take over this, you, you, you take over. But what happens is as fast as we give it to him, we take it right back. Because we highly think of ourselves and being able to take care of our situations. How hard it is to swallow our pride. Anybody in here prideful? Shoot, anybody ever raise a hand? We all suffer from this self-promotion. We all suffer from pride. We all suffer from a lack of humility. This fleshful body that we live in does not allow us to <coughs> relinquish ourselves of all these things that God is saying, give unto me and I will take care of these things. Examine yourself this morning. Are we truly humble in the presence of God this morning? Are we sitting in the pews this morning thinking about ourselves? Or are we thinking about the Spirit? Are we thinking about God? Are we thinking about Jesus Christ and what he did on that cross? If you're thinking about yourself this morning, humble yourself. Get over yourself. Ooh, that's a good one. Mm. I've got to say that to myself a whole bunch of times. Boy, get over yourself. It ain't about you. About the God that you serve. This word is smacking me in the face. That's the word. We can take the energy that we exude, highly exalting ourselves, transfer that to our relationship with God, transfer that into shifting that dynamic, lowering what's the word? Lowering ourselves. Coming to that point in our life where we say, God, it ain't about me anymore. Thank you. It's all about you. God will allow situations in our lives to bring us down to the lowest of lows, reminding us of who should be, who is, and who forever will be exalted who sits at the highest of the highs, 
who's in control of every single thing, and who demands the honor and respect from us. What greater example can we learn from than who else? Jesus Christ. Is it not found in the book of Philippians chapter 2? Where Jesus sat at the highest of the highs, humbled himself to be a human, clothed himself in skin, to become the lowest of the lows. Can anybody in here do that? Is it that hard for us to self-promote ourselves? Humble then thyself, come down, and take the place in which we are supposed to. And that's hard. It is hard to think highly of yourself. Got it all together. Figured it all out. For God to say, nope, you've been doing it wrong this whole time. Humble yourself. Come back down to earth, young man, young woman. It ain't about you. It's about the God that we serve. Simple message this morning. If anyone in here this morning is self-promoting, walking around with a puffed up chest and blown up head and thinking he's got it all figured out, happens in the church, it happens everywhere. Quick disclaimer. It ain't about you. Should have titled that this morning. <coughs> it ain't about you. <coughs> it ain't about you. It ain't about you. It's about the God that we're claiming to be as God. The God that we've decided to serve. Once we do that, ladies and gentlemen, we are able to see us as God sees us. The world may demote us, but we are promoted in Christ. The world may think lowly of us, God thinks highly. <coughs> Those who exalt themselves will be humble. <coughs> but those who humble themselves will be exalted. Remember that this week. <coughs> Deflate yourselves, so to speak, this week of yourselves. Relinquish these powers, thoughts, ideas, situations. Give them to God. <coughs> let go and let him do what he does. Amen? Amen. Today's the first of the month. And as we all know, we're going to be partaking in communion.